What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Program Podcast, where we prepare to live our happiest life in retirement. We're going over Social Security today. Now, Social Security, I know for most people, is a topic for the older individuals, the boomers, if you will. But there have been some big adjustments that affect not only the boomers, people coming into retirement, but also all of us preparing for retirement and how our benefit is going to be calculated and how it affects us now. There was a big jump in the wage base that they use to calculate your taxes that you pay every single year. So we're going to go over a few things. We're going to go over your retirement benefit and how it's calculated We're going to go over the new wage base changes, and we're going to go over the huge cost of living adjustment. So this podcast will apply to everyone leading up to retirement and whoever is collecting Social Security in retirement. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so the first thing we got to go over is the huge press release. We've been waiting for this. We've been anticipating this because we all know inflation is very high. It's averaging right now around 8% over the past 12 months. And so we've been waiting for a cost of living adjustment on Social Security benefits. And again, this applies. There's other things in these press releases that apply to people who are not collecting Social Security yet, but will be in the future. So benefits for approximately 70 million 70 million Americans will increase 8.7% in 2023. On average, the benefits are going to increase by more than $140 per month starting in January. There's nothing you really need to do. The Social Security is going to take care of this one for you. Sorry, the Social Security Administration is going to take care of this. It's just going to start in January. Social Security Act ties the annual COLA adjustment to the increases in the consumer price index is determined by the Department of Labor Bureau of Labor Statistics. So here's essentially what that means is they took a look at the average inflation for last year in July, August, and September, and they stacked that up against this year, July, August, and September, and they noticed that there was an increase about 8.7% year over year, so that's why they're changing it. Now, one interesting thing is Medicare premiums are going down and Social Security benefits are going up. So you're going to get a little extra boost if you are collecting Social Security and Medicare, you're enrolled in Medicare, you might see a reduction in your premiums. So your benefit will get the cost of living adjustment and maybe a reduction in premiums. It's going to be about five bucks, give or take, but it's still something. So hang on. For those of us who aren't collecting Social Security yet, there is a huge change. So we're going to take a detour. We're going to move away from the press release. I want to first describe how your benefits are calculated. So even if you're receiving your social security, I'm willing to bet you don't even know how your benefits are calculated. So I thought it would be important that we go over the calculation and then we're going to turn around and come back to some other changes that are happening in 2023. Okay. So if you're working or you're self-employed, you're going to pay your FICA tax. Now, your FICA tax is really important because that's what pays into Social Security, and you might even have to pay for a little Medicare too. Well, I shouldn't say you might have. You're going to have to pay for Medicare, and you might have to pay a little bit of extra into Medicare if you make too much money, but that's a whole nother topic. We're just going to stick on Social Security now. So many people wonder how we they figure their Social Security retirement benefits. So the Social Security Administration bases Social Security benefits on your lifetime earnings. 
they adjust or index your actual earnings to account for changes in average wages since the year the earnings were received. So for example, say in 1980, you made $50,000. But if you made $50,000 today in 2022, what that $50,000 buys is far less now than it did back in 1980. So they take that number, the amount of qualified earnings or $50,000, and they adjust that or multiply it by an index to get your actual earnings. So every year leading up to this year that you've had earnings, those are going to be indexed for inflation. Okay, so hang on to that. The Social Security Administration then calculates your average index monthly earnings during the 35 years in which you earn the most. So they try to create a level playing field between money that you may have made 30 years ago versus money that you made today. Based on a calculation, they take that formula or the amount out of the formula and that's how much you will receive is your primary insurance amount and your primary insurance amount is the amount that you receive at your full retirement age, which for most people is over age 65 depending on your date of birth, but for the majority of people now, it's going to be age 67. So let me reiterate. Let me reiterate how this works one more time. Your 35 highest earning years, they're going to take all those earnings and you can check out all those earnings on socialsecurityadministration.gov, ssa.gov and your social security statement. So they take your highest earning 35 years. They adjust them or multiply them by an index number. They add all of those up and they divide it by 420 because 35 years times 12 months is 420 months. And they get your average index monthly earnings, your AIME. They run the AIME or your average index monthly earnings through a formula that has some bend points. So up to a certain amount is a certain percentage and up to a certain amount is a certain percentage. And they come up with your primary insurance amount. That's the amount that you receive at your full retirement age. So this takes us back to the adjustment, the cost of living adjustment. You are eligible for a cost of living benefit increases. Now we're getting into semantics, but it means something. You're eligible for a cost of living benefit increase starting with the year you turn age 62. Now, why age 62? Because that highest 30, 35 earning years that you have, that calculation is only up until age 62. Then from there, that amount gets a cost of living adjustment. And this is true even if you don't get benefits until your full retirement age or even age 70. If you're age 62 and older, they add cost of living increases to your benefit beginning with the year you reach age 62. From there, benefits are adjusted yearly to reflect the increase, if any, in the cost of living measured by the consumer price index. Now, these cost of living adjustments are regular. So if you're 62 and older, you're going to get cost of living adjustments, even if you're not taking Social Security, because the highest 35 earning years are up until age 62. That's how they do the calculation. Now you're going to ask, well, Thatcher, what if I'm still working at age 62, but I'm not taking benefits? Good question. Those new years will factor in to new benefits, but that's a little bit different of a discussion, but you will get to factor in earnings later if you're still working past age 62, which might help your benefit grow.
which is really valuable for you. So the next question is, well, Thatcher, what other updates came through where this matters? Yeah, well, great question. So in 2022, for Social Security, that FICA tax that we spoke of, the total of 15.3% that's due where the employee pays half and the employer pays half, which is 7.65%. So if you're working for a company and you're W-2 employee and you have a salary, 7.65% is going to be paid into Social Security from you and 7.65% is going to be paid into Social Security from your employer, a total of 15.3%. Now, if you're self-employed, you're going to be responsible in some capacity for 15.3%. And again, that's a whole another discussion. And the 7.65% breaks down into 6.2% on social security and 1.5% on Medicare. So of the 7.65%, 6.2 is social security due and 1.45 is Medicare due. Okay. So here's where the changes come. Those numbers, those percentages that I just said to you, 7.65%, that is only up to the maximum taxable earnings of $147,000 in 2022. So you'll only put in to Social Security that percentage up to $147,000. So $147,000 times 7.65 essentially. That calculation is if you made $147,000 even and you work for an employer you would have to pay out $11,245 into Social Security. So that's very important. Here's the big change. That number has now increased to $160,000. This basically means for people that are making more money, up to $160,000 could be, is going to be, I should say, $160,200 is going to be subject to FICA or that percentage with Bear with me. I'll do the calculation on the fly. 160,200 times 0.0765, $12,255. So it's going to increase over a thousand bucks depending on how much money you make. So if you're not collecting social security, but you're making good chunks of money, you can see your taxes increasing just a little bit this year because of what you're going to have to pay into social security and Medicare. And then just in the essence of being thorough, if you make more than $200,000 as a single person or more than $250,000 married filing jointly, you're going to pay an additional 0.9% in Medicare taxes. So just in case you want to know that too. Okay. The last thing we really want to discuss today, one of the big changes that I think we need to address is if you are collecting social security, you're under your full retirement age, which is most likely age 66 and 10 months or age 67 at this point. If you're under your full retirement age and you're collecting social security benefits and you have earned income, if you exceed certain limits, it'll actually reduce your social security benefit down. Now, if you're single and you're under the full retirement age and you're making a certain amount of money, That number is $19,560. That's now increasing to $21,240 to account for any wage increases that have happened with inflation as well. If you're in the year that you're about to reach full retirement age, so let's say you're still working, you're about to turn 67, your full retirement age, that number has a little bit different of a reduction, a little more actually but the number goes up. So if you're making more than $51,960 in 2022, 
it'll turn into making more than $56,520 in 2023. So if you make more than $56,000 and you're coming into full retirement age, the months prior to full retirement age, your benefit could get reduced for every dollar over that $56,520 threshold you are exceeding. So you need to be very careful about your planning, about where you're earning your income and what's going to reduce your social security benefit if you've applied before your full retirement age. These are some big changes. They work on us planning leading up to retirement. If you're going to utilize social security, which again, most people will right now, this is going to affect 70 million Americans, which is a huge portion. But also for those of you that are in social security or already collecting, this could affect things as well. It's really important that you know these social security numbers because even if you're younger, say in your 30s or 40s, you are paying into the social security administration and you don't even really know it because it's only going to be found in your pay stubs. Your tax returns when you file them most likely isn't going to account for social security unless there's some other self-employment or credit back or something that you're utilizing. If there's not anything like that going on, these are just getting pulled from your paychecks through your payroll provider. Then you're paying your regular income taxes after that. So it's really important to understand how social security changes affect your current income and your current taxation. This is a huge change, but I thought it was very important that we discuss it here today. I know some people might not find this super interesting, so I kept this short on purpose. If you want to learn more or you want more education, go to youtube.com slash Thatcher Taylor for all of my newest and updated videos. I just put a video out about this if you are more of a visual learner on YouTube, but I got a bunch of other videos coming out, specifically some videos on Roth conversions, withdrawal rates and retirement, and investing properly that's going to be very valuable to you. So go over there and subscribe as well. Take a look at the show notes. If you ever have any questions or concerns with me, or you want me to build you a complimentary plan with tax analysis, feel free to reach out to me directly. You just got to be willing to open up your vault of information about your personal life and your financial world. But feel free to reach out to me. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. listening to today's episode. Take a look at the show notes for links to all the topics that were discussed and stay tuned for the next episode as they're going to be dropping weekly. Make sure to subscribe and go to www.propathfinancial.com to learn more. The information provided in these podcasts is only to be considered helpful hints and education. Nothing said in any of these podcasts is to be misconstrued as specific tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax, legal, or investment professional before acting on anything discussed on these shows.